Welcome to Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. I'm Marcus Simmons. I'm one of the hosts, and I'm here with my two other co-hosts. First up is uh, the Lake of Bandwagoner extraordinaire, <laughs> my brother, Joey Simmons. What's up, man? Hey, man. It's, it's that time. The NBA Finals is what, is what we came here for. And also, I'm here with my other co-hosts. Last but not least, my pops, also known as Coach Simmons, the son. Uh, Joel Simmons, how you doing? I'm good. I'm waiting to see those Cleveland Lakers, man. <laughs> All right. On today's episode, episode eight, we're going to talk about the Lakers versus Nuggets game five, the closeout where they beat the Nuggets. And then Heat versus Celtics game six, their closeout game where the Heat sent the Celtics home. And also to follow everything out, we're going to do the 2020 NBA Finals preview matchup of the Lakers versus the Heat. Oh, yeah. And, um... That should be interesting. But first up, like I said, we're going to get into the Lakers versus Nuggets game five where the Lakers won 117-107, and it was behind LeBron James. He uh, had a triple-double, 38 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, AD uh, chipped in with 27 points. Uh, Danny Green, he had 11 points. Kuzma had eight points. Caruso had 11 points. And overall, the Lakers pretty much controlled the game where they shot 54% from the field goal. And uh, Nuggets shot 42 from the field. So what are y'all thoughts um, on the Lakers side? Like, how did they, uh, you know, put this game away? Rebounds, rebounds, and more rebounds. They out-rebounded. Um, it controlled it, started controlling that glass. That was it. It's like LeBron and, and uh, AD since, like, they sensed it. It was over. It's time to put this to bed and go ahead and go to the NBA Finals. And that's how I looked at it. Well, I think what happened was the Lakers just came out and they just uh, sort of seized control. And they just uh, cut down on some things that that the Nuggets were doing. Uh, I think they I think they kind of really tried to tighten down on, on Murray. And, and, they, and they did. Cause and, I, and I think he, he may have uh, some, some injuries. I don't know, but all of them have injuries. That's not an excuse. But I just think the Lakers came out uh, and, and did what they had to do. That's what winners do. When they smell a little blood in the water like a shark, they're going to go ahead and finish it off. They're going to end it. And when you get an opponent in a position where they, they, they seem as though uh, they have little uh, little hope in winning the game, you go ahead and finish them off. And I think LeBron turned it on. He played a great game. And I think uh, – uh, AD came came out and did what he was brought there to do. He, he chipped in with twenty plus points. Uh, he, I think he maybe had three re- rebounds. I think the rebound total was a little, was a little off. But the thing is, uh, they took care of business, and that's what championship teams do. The Lakers was kind of weird. They had more turn, turnovers than the Nuggets, but you know they still won. And points in the paint, you know that's probably a big item for the Lakers to always win. They only won it by two points, fifty two to fifty. Yeah. And um, the Lakers won the first, second, and the fourth quarter, but they just capitalized on anything the the Nuggets Every did turnover. wrong or any type of bad shot. The Lakers would they were even getting layups on made shots. So the yeah. the Nuggets kind of still were kind of lethargic somewhat. I know that's not an excuse for a team that young, but yeah. the Lakers just came out. LeBron especially came out, you know, saying like I'm I'm gonna put y'all away, like y'all. Y'all been here long enough, like, you know, let's go ahead, put the baby to bed, so to speak. And um, even at one point, the Lakers went up by 19 points, but, you know, the Nuggets even yeah, cut that down yeah. to about, uh, I think, six points or nine points, I think, it, maybe four at one point. And um, 
Dwight played uh, pretty solid. And another thing that they the Lakers were incentivizing, they got Jokic in foul trouble. So yeah. that was a big big deal. Well, a good strategy as well for them to get him out of the you know out of rhythm, out of sorts. And once you cut him off, yeah. it's kind of tough to for the Nuggets to um, try to mount a comeback. And um, a lot of the Nugget Nugget offense. Emulates from from Jokic some of the things that he does, the picks, the passing, and that type of thing. And uh, like you said, he he, got, he was just off the rails most of the night. The Lakers shot thirty seven percent from three, and the Nuggets shot twenty six percent. So once that that occurred, like the Lakers hit a lot of open threes, LeBron hit a couple yeah. of threes. So that was another you know nail on the head where yeah. if the Lakers outshoot you from three, you pretty much you know dead dead them dead in the water so to speak. And um. And here's the thing too, uh, you know, in these past few games, Danny Green hasn't really been, been done anything. He added what 11, 12 points. Yeah, that's that, that's almost like a bonus. Uh, you know, you were before the season started, that was going to be his specialty. You know, bringing that shooting those threes and uh, some outside shooting, and he he sort of delivered. Everybody delivered basically what they were supposed to bring. You know, before the preseason, before the preseason started, everybody sort of delivered what they were supposed to bring. In that last game, also AD, it, like it's really seen he had a huge, huge game, but he hit like a go ahead basket once the Nuggets kind of start chipping away in the fourth. He put them up by ten. He hit a nice three, um, kind of semi transition, and um, I think that was one of the huge shots. And then after that, LeBron told him pretty much like, "I got it, I, you know, I, I got it." He started shooting jumpers, yeah. um, step back jumpers. He he, he had even kind of his patented. He does this kind of weird fadeaway where he goes the opposite way across yeah. the lane. He shot over Jokic, and yeah. um, it was just kind of like LeBron was just in another gear. Like for somebody to be at that, I hate people saying this, but over and over, but like somebody 17 years in the league, like he just turned it up like he yeah. almost had on like rocket boots or something like that. On the negative side, like you don't want to make injuries an excuse, but Murray did admit he had some type of foot bruise that bothered him because when you saw him like he, like he was like he had a dead leg almost because he said yeah. he changed shoes in the second half but it still didn't work but he still gave a, a you know a, a tough effort where he you know he still scored 19 points but yeah. the way he's been playing that's a low point for him because he probably wouldn't realistically score like 32 or 34 and um Jokic you know like we said he was out with foul trouble he had five fouls like in and out and kind of the only bright spot was like Jeremiah Grant. Like he, people on Twitter were saying like, if you thought about what he had to do, he guarded LeBron sometimes, he guarded AD, <laughs> AD. sometimes, and he scored um, <laughs> twenty points. So yeah. he played very well. And um, you know, what are y'all thoughts like on the Nuggets side? Like what they, how they played, and um, you know, how they fared against the Lakers going out in five games. Mm, I think they did. Extreme. They did a whole lot better than I thought they would. It's like they getting uh, they become more confident in themselves and their teammates. It's like they uh, it's like they getting a uh, chemistry, uh, good chemistry going, and uh, hopefully they can keep those guys there. I know some of them probably gonna you know get paid elsewhere, but they got a good core, and uh, I can't wait to see them play next year. And what they and see what they gonna uh, what kind of step they are gonna take next year, especially with Golden State coming back into the fold healthy, and you know with the Lakers and everything. I just want to see how they gonna do next year. 
I think the Nuggets uh, avail themselves uh, pretty well, considering that they, they really, I don't think, before the season started, they, many people gave them much of a chance. And they, they ran uh, to the exact, probably, distance that they that they were going to go with the talent that they had. And, that, you know, the players on their bench and that starting five, basically, they were, they were sort of undermanned in some areas. Uh, primarily, uh, Jokic uh, didn't really have a... a uh, let me say, call, say this: a co banger out there on that floor. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have anybody who, who to uh, actually do some of the, the heavy lifting, some of the muscle work inside. You know, I thought uh, this guy, what's his name? Millsap. 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 Yeah. Well, Millsap. Millsap played a good. He, he played a good game, but he he sort of sort of limited in in, in in a lot of ways. And I just think he, he, if they needed more, it would have been great if they could have had some, some a little more help inside. And maybe that's one area that uh, hopefully they will address this offseason. There's also with that um, Gary Harris, like, man, he, yeah. he gave him nothing. Like, he scored three yeah. points, and I kind of, you know, we'll take it easy on him because he came back in the bubble, like, I think the second round, like, in the middle, right. towards the end of um, them playing against the Clippers. So I kind of cut him some slack somewhat because he, he really has been, like, more of a scorer in yeah. the recent years, and he's still fairly young as well. Um, you have to look forward to him improving and staying healthy. Like he really would have helped them a lot if he was in shape, you know, yeah. enough to par. And um, like you said, Millsap, he just he couldn't. It's like he couldn't get nothing done on the offensive end. It's like he somewhat was a liability. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, some people were clamoring for more Michael Porter Jr. But it's like he's gonna give you offense, but his defense is just it's, abysmal. It's, like it's it's not. I've never seen anybody like. One on one, he's bad. Then yeah. he doesn't play help side defense good. Yeah. He loses the person he's guarding. Then he'll yeah. forget to block out sometime. Like how he is out of high school, basically. Like he he didn't play he in college. He had the you know the back injury. I'm like yeah. how do you go that long without picking up any type of defensive awareness? Like he don't even have that. Like at least. Yeah. You know, in the next series, we're going to talk about the Heat. Like, Tyler Hero, he's not the best defender, but he'll yeah. know where to be and help. Yeah. And uh, Duncan Robinson as well. It's like, you don't have to be, like, a lockdown defender. Just be. No, just put that, an yeah. effort. Put yeah. an effort and be there where you're supposed to be and, and put up some semblance of a, of a defense. Because it, it was, that was part of the reason. And there was a uh -huh. lot assortment of reasons they lost. But, like, LeBron... Like I said, he's a tactician. He was like a surgeon out there. Every time Porter was in the game, he went right LeBron in. would draw up some type of screen and roll where Porter would switch on him and have to make a decision. Like, it, it happened almost four times, three times in a row. Yeah. And I think the coach, you know, he had to take him out yeah. and put in Millsap. But then Millsap was giving you things offensively. So it's kind of like, well, yeah. damn if you do, damn if you don't. So, um, but he, he just has to get better on that end. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he will. Like, somebody of his... Yeah. Ability. So if he if he just figures out the the defensive end, they'll put them. I think like like oh. probably in the top five in the West still because yeah. everybody outside of probably uh, Jeremiah Grant is gonna come back. Yeah. It seems like I don't know about Millsap and maybe um, um, Plumley. Yeah. Potentially, but the core of their team is like set for the future. So they yeah. just gotta you know get better as a group because like sometimes you know. I heard some people even compared them to the, the Warriors when they lost the year before they won the championship. They yeah. took, you know, 
they gave a lot of teams some scares before yeah. they turned into the you know the you know the Warriors that we know today. So I think they have a lot to build on, like you said. And um, so one thing I want to note too, like Jeremiah Grant, um, mm-hmm. he's going to get paid because I think Absolutely. I think he said. I think I saw something about he's going to opt out okay. and um, he's going to have a lot of suitors on he the bit. market that want to give him some money. Like, he played tough. Like, he was going at LeBron yeah. offensively. He he kind of held his own. Sometimes, you know, LeBron's still stronger than him, but he oh, gave yeah. effort. He yeah. can jump out the gym. He can now, you know, shoot. He played tough. And he's, you know, like you said, fairly young. And um, yeah. he's going to... I think they say he's leaning towards going back to the Nuggets, but man, if you if you get a hundred some million dollar contract, yeah. man, you got to take it. Go where you go. Because he he wasn't like a high draft pick. Yeah. And I kind of forgot he was with Philadelphia initially, and then they traded him for Ilya Sova to OKC. So it's like, man, just I hope he does um, does what's best for him because he he's a hell of a player. Like I, I'm still, you know. Proud of how they played against the Lakers, and it was just after a while that talent just overwhelmed them yeah. at a certain point. He, he he didn't seem like he was uh, intimidated by playing those guys. It was just like he said, "Well, I, I'll get in here, I'll do what I need to do, and I, I'll try." And his effort uh, really really paid off in a lot of ways. A lot of those games wouldn't have been that close. It, it could have been less. It could have been a, a quicker series than it was. Yeah, and. They 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 used everybody. Um, we got Monte Morris. He scored ten points off the bench. So and I think um, uh, Dozier he played a couple couple of minutes as well. And um, mm. it was just a you know sometimes like you said that's that's the way stuff ends. And um, with that man, we're gonna go to the East Coast. Well, uh, still in Florida of course, but Heat versus Celtics game six. Well, the Heat won one twenty five to one thirteen. Yeah. Uh, Miami shot 56% from the field. Boston shot 43 from the field. Miami shot 48% from three. Boston shot 32% from three. And I kind of think that was a a major point in the game to me. It was like the Miami Heat just kept making their threes. And um, they just, I don't know, man, you just can't keep keep Miami down. Like, they just hit you from every angle. Like, you, you'll... Like trying to cover up a dam that's um you know overflowing. You put you cover up one hole, then another one pops up on another side. Then you try to cover that one. Then another part leaks. So, what are y'all thoughts um on the Heat side? Like, how did they you know win this game from y'all standpoint? It was almost like they was at home with the shot select the shots they were making and uh. And then how uh, Bam took it upon himself to uh, kind of take over in the third. And he was just wearing them out, just uh, getting physical with them. I say Harold, Harold played some good team ball. And uh, it's, like they had, it's like they had a cohesive plan. Like, we just going to come here, play Miami Heat basketball. I, just, I, I think uh, the Heat came out and just, and just decided in their mindset that, that they were going to go ahead and end it. I, th- I think a lot of times you uh, you win a, you, a lot of a lot of things are already are done before you even take the court. They had in their minds basically that uh, we're going to end this thing tonight, and they came out and they took care of business. And here's the deal: Eagle Dollar, uh, he's been kind of spotted throughout the playoffs. You know, they they signed him from uh, during the season from uh, was it Memphis? 
They brought him in, and I guess he was just brought in primarily for a leadership thing to have a grown, you know, a grown man in the locker room along with, with Udonis. But basically, uh, Iguodala showed up uh, <laughs> in that last game. He hit, how, I think it was, what, what six threes? At six threes. Five threes, five, five for five. Five for five. That's 15 extra points that, that uh, they hadn't been getting from him. Uh, well, and, four, uh, four threes, my bad. Four threes. That's still good. I'll yeah, take he's it. Killing them. And uh, you know, and then the thing is too, like like Bam, Bam, Bam sh- uh, kind of showed up. I hit thirty some points. That's his, that's his, I think that's the highest his highest point total during the whole season. So uh, it's a playoff career, huh? Playoff career. Yeah, I mean, still that came uh, at the right time. Pushed him over the top. Yeah, he abused uh, Haywood and uh, what's they tried to put on him? Uh, Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was key. He, he was biting on man. He was just, yeah, it was ugly. Yeah, so he been enjoying now though. <laughs> yeah, with that, um, Jimmy he chipped in. He had twenty two points. Dragic really? had thirteen, and you know, of course, once again, Hero had nineteen off the bench, and he scored a lot. Yeah, um, in the fourth, because at one point the Heat, the Heat were down um, six, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Hero came in. He got on. He got on. Went on his own six zero run and tied the ball game up. And he just, he just figured out. He just plays like a. He plays like a vet. He's like, well, he does whatever if, he needs to do. If a guard, if yeah. Kimball's guarding him, he'll take him to the basket. If yeah. um somebody steps up to help and his guys open, he'll give them assist. He'll set screens for the other guards. He'll pull up the mid range if he has to. He did a other day. He did like a one foot floater. Yeah. One foot jump shot, and he just has an assortment of ways to score. Like he's never, he's all. He looks like he's under control. He's like, okay, well, this one I'm gonna do right here, and then he'll pull from three if he has to. Like yeah. he doesn't just, I don't know. He just know how to play. I don't know how to say. He's, yeah. He knows how. Like I guess you call that savvy. Like he knows how to. Yeah. Well, like he's never in a in a rush or anything like that. The, the, the game, the play, players like that. You know, you think about. Uh, um, uh, the great players, a lot of those guys. They said when when, when they're really cooking, he, he said they, these guys said, "Well, it seems like everything is slowing. It's slowing down to them. It's slowing. It's still going. I mean, it's at full speed, but to them, everything slows down. They know exactly what they're gonna have to do. And they they see the situation and they analyze. They do a lot of analysis out there. And they, you know, it's, basketball is really a cerebral game if you think about it. I mean, I know there's a lot of physicality to it, uh, stamina." But uh, that's a lot of uh, a lot of chess playing in those games. You because you if you if a guy's guarding you, you know, you know the particulars of how he's going to react. Then you do something totally opposite. And I think that's what you're talking about with this with this kid. He he has it, and I think that's something that you can't you can you can learn. But I think that's just something that's in him. Yeah, um, speaking of that, like they even goes back to Miami. There they only play eight players like Olenny and. Um, Jones and none they didn't even play so they had to rely on basically like their starters and basically like Hero and um, he came up and uh, you know helped them with the win and, and then even in the fourth quarter you know um, I gotta have, have to say Miami won the first first quarter then the third quarter was tied then they won the fourth and they yeah. you know they scored Al scored Boston 37-27 in the fourth and then even towards the end in the fourth quarter they they ran their offense through uh, through Bam, yeah. And a lot of people didn't, didn't notice like Dragic was on the bench, mm-hmm. and Bam was really the, like the point center. And then running. we're gonna get to Boston side, but like once they, for some reason, uh, the coach put in Tice, 
Yeah. Bam, just took him out the dribble, dunked on him, and it was all downhill. Like, he fouled out. And then he fouled him on an and one jump shot, then yeah. he fouled out. Yeah. And Bam pretty much had his rhythm, and they was just like, man, just let him, you know, let just him let, him, let him go. And that was good coaching. Sometimes you just got to let people loose sometimes and not try to, mm-hmm. you know, scheme as much. Sometimes you just need your players to play play like they're supposed to. And um, But, but you, did you know uh, – uh, I know what the final score was and everything and how the game went during the middle part of that. But, you know, at halftime, you know what the score was? It was 62-60 uh, heat. It was just a two-point game at halftime. And it just shows you how things can, can change. And evidently, somewhere along the way, something changed, and they figured something out, and they made some adjustments like we were talking about, like running th- everything through BAM. And uh, also, they said the Heat scored 35 of the, of the entire game's last um, 52 points. Yeah. So it was just like it was a when I, I watched the replay when they they, they started on their run. Um, they didn't the Celtics. They didn't just start jacking up threes like once it got close. They actually made a couple yeah. layups and shots like from Tatum because I, I had to you know rewatch it to confirm that and. Um, they just missed. They even missed like a lot of mid-range shots. Um, Brown and uh, Marcus Smart missed a couple of easy bunnies, and um, but you know that's that's part of the game. And also want to say something too. Like I, I watched once again. I watched the game on the um, on the ESPN app, like where they had the camera on the rim, and it was mm-hmm. fascinating to watch. It was just like. Seeing it from that angle, like down on the court, it was just like I could tell the Heat were just just seeking out Kimba on all basically every possession. Somewhat, it was like they run dribble handoffs, guard pin downs, and um, just to get whoever was guarding Kimba and just go to the basket. And you just saw how simplistic it was. I know we're gonna get to our preview, and that kind of gave me a thought. Like I, I don't. I don't know if that's going to work against the the Lakers, but, you know, we'll talk about that when we get to it. But um, <laughs> on the Celtics end, you know, Celtics, they – Jalen Brown scored 26 points. Tatum had 24. Kimba and Mark Smart both had 20. Hayward had 12. And, um, you know, it just seemed like they just lost the game in the fourth quarter, basically. And, like, what do y'all – what do y'all think about the Celtics and um, how they – to me, they kind of let this game go, just get away from them. Well, you know, here's the deal. Um, the, 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 the Celtics, uh, uh, I think they started, in, in their minds, they started seeing what 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 the future of that game was going to be. And I, I think mentally they, they, they sort of got out, let their foot off the gas. And I, you know, and I don't know if that's uh, just uh, the makeup of that team, but I, I don't think they play very well from uh, uh, being – Behind in these tight games, I, and I don't know what that is. I, I, you know, I could be wrong, probably am. But the thing is, they got to make an adjustment to decide what kind of team team they're going to be. I, I think there's a lot of time they seem like they're sitting around, they stand around, and they don't actually know the tenor of the game. You should be trying to do this. Are you, are, this player here should be trying to do this. It's like they're, they're they're overthinking, or maybe they're not thinking deeply enough on on what the what the the, the uh, solution is to the problem they had, and they had they had a, a monster on their hand in that last game, and I didn't see them come up with any solutions for it. You know, it just, it just got out of hand. One of those kind of things. It was a brush fire. Oh yeah, it's basically how you describe. 
But uh, the Celtics, it's like they don't play with a sense of urgency. Like when they were down, like I'm gonna say, ten points, uh, eight points in the final couple uh, minutes of the game, then they wanted to hustle up the court, take good shots, and go to the rim. Nah, man, you supposed to be. They should have been playing like the Heat. The, play, the Heat were playing like, hey, this it. You know, we got it. We got to win this thing. We got to win this game. <clears throat> the Celtics, it seemed like they they kind of panicked somewhat. Like they. They were down like uh, probably eight or something like that, and they had six minutes left. And they kind of, like I said, they won a couple runs where they missed. They got in the middle of the zone. They missed a little shot. Then they missed another one. And then it's like, oh well, I got to shoot a three. Then Marcus Smart got one one pass out the outside the zone. The guy was on him. He just shot the three for no reason because that was part of the reason they they <laughs> another weird stat. Um, they they shot forty six threes to um to the Heat's twenty seven. They only shot forty three percent from three, and the Heat shot fifty six. So that was just telling me they were just settling for threes just because they was in the zone. Yeah, Miami shot a better percentage because they got the shots that they wanted. It has to be said like we talked about Iguodala made some clutch baskets yeah. in the third, but. Man, it was like three of them. Iguodala was just by itself. Yeah. It was like they was like, oh, well, he ain't made nothing serious. I don't mm-hmm. care. You still, in the back of your mind, you go back to the Raptors series against Golden State last last year. Yeah. And Iguodala hit a huge three in game. I think it was game two. Yeah. And um, you don't you don't play with somebody like that. He's been in the finals. He's a, cha- uh, he's finals, a champion. He's a champion a finals MVP. MVP. Yeah. You don't, you get back to him. I don't care. They might've been the game plan. It was like, I'm, I'm still going to try to at least contest him. He had like, it seemed like three just wide open. Like nobody was near him. And he, and that's, that's on the Celtics. Like, yeah. cause it seemed like the narrative kind of changed with them. Cause I, all around, you know, during the season, they were talking about they were the top in defense. Yeah. And to me, Defense is the reason they got killed in this series. Like they, they yeah. could score when they needed to, but like their defense, just like attention to detail, yeah. getting out the shooters. It was several times where you know I said this before, Jake. Um, Jason Tatum would forget who he's guarding, yeah, and get lost. And I even saw um, Jalen Brown. He messed up on some defensive side. He forgot who he, he helped, you know, to help him recover. Right. And he forgot where his man went. Hero was his man. He got of course. just he, out of yeah. the three-point line by himself. He was jacking him up. And made a three in the fourth quarter. Like, you can't you bet. You can't do that. And um, talking about Tice, like, this this wasn't his night, man. Mm-hmm. He 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 just got yeah, destroyed man. by Bam. Yeah, that magic lift. <laughs> and, um, yeah. He, he, what's his deal? He, he he's just not physically able, and I don't think he has the skills to compete. I mean, he's a, he, he. I'm sure he tries and works hard, works it off. But the thing is, uh, he was playing against some uh, some players that look, look, were a little more crafty. I just call it that way. They they knew uh, uh, some things. They knew what he was trying to get to, and and how to do it. And I think the Heat Heat uh, coaches they put some of these players. They saw. They knew the limitations of some of these guys, and they were gonna put them in those kind of positions, make you defend this guy coming off your man. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Boston just—I uh, mean, I don't know what they're gonna have to do. I think they're gonna have to—they may have to do a little more. I, I hate to say this, but they're grown men. But sometimes you have to do some some reteaching, you know, some tutorials and some stuff. Some stuff was kind of basic that they didn't do, like you were saying. Tatum forgot who his who his man was and that kind of thing in, in certain. Situations, you know, if, if you if you t- if you take this guy, then okay, that's your guy now. You got to take him if you're gonna switch, or you're gonna 
run through and stay with your man, you got to make a decision. Also, I don't know if it was made into because you know I, I told I didn't watch the broadcast. I didn't want to hear them make um, <laughs> gun. You know, I'll be honest. You. I know I, now I probably you know we're not gonna have a choice now for the finals. <laughs> but um, At least worth his I, like, I didn't know I was watching, but I remember Jalen Brown. Sister Cameron was above the rim. I didn't really see what happened. Uh, Jimmy kind of undercut him, I think, in the fourth, and he kind of tweaked his knee. So I didn't know. Once I saw that, I, was, I wanted that had a problem with him going to the basket more because he kind of seemed like he was just settling, shooting threes towards the end as well. Like he does mm-hmm. out of all of them more. So he'll go to the basket and get a layup. Yeah. And I wondered if he probably mentioned anything about having knee problems, but I don't think he did. But no. that was kind of something that I got my, kept my eye on. And Hayward scored 12 points, but his plus minus, like, he was real bad. Like, I, I yeah. saw one point he missed, like, a wide open layup. It just, yeah. oh, it's yeah. just weird. Like, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for him in a way. I, I, I like to see him just get totally healthy and, like, he could just play a whole season where he, you know what I'm talking about? Because I know I've seen him when he was when he was in Utah, he would kill some of the teams I like, you know, some of his play. I mean, I, mean, I think he, he has that talent, but, you know, that's some. Uh, I don't know. He, he just had he had sort of a bad game. I I, I go along with that, but yeah, I cut yeah, him. Some, I cut him a lot of slack though. I I really do. Yeah, them injuries like uh, when he's with Utah, you know, it was enough for him to go dunk. You well, know, he's more athletic, dunking on people and stuff. Well, you know, we we watched that game when he had that that, that foot injury, you know, and so oh yeah, the I, season, that that was that was traumatic. I still think about that. I mean, that was bad. And um. Also, this 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 really just a weird game as well. Like it I was is. saying, stat wise, like the uh, Celtics had more offensive rebounds, it was thirteen to two, to the Heat, and then they had less defensive rebounds in the Heat. It was twenty nine for them, and the Heat had thirty eight. So, because that played a major point, like you said in the fourth quarter, like they when they couldn't score, the Heat got every rebound. Like yeah. they didn't get any type of offensive putbacks, and they were just you know. Winning breeze winning. Winning breeze winning. I mean, they, they got gas that, that don't even that don't even get a rebound. He got four rebounds. That's that's what happens when when things start going your way, mm-hmm. and when you when they go bad for some teams, they really go bad, and that's what Boston ran into. And Tatum, he kind of played if he kind of in the fourth, but I mean he's still young. Like people are real kind of tough talking about he didn't step up to the stadium. Like what is he twenty three, twenty four? I think yeah, he got to be probably like, he might be younger than that. He probably yeah. twenty one. Oh, I think or twenty two. So oh. I still cut him. Like he had like ten yeah. assists too. Like he oh, yeah. he kind of played better, but I just I still kind of put my onus on their on their coach because um, yeah. It, and then it was like they 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 attacked the middle of the zone early in the game, but then towards the end they just went back to you know they would do jack a screen at the top, jack a three. They would get in the paint, but then they kick it out the three. Like man, just go to the basket, man. Like they're not, you know, Bam is there, but Bam's not gonna always be in the lane because at one point, like when Tice fouled out, they put. I think that would hurt him too. They put uh, Hayward. Hayward. No, after that, they put in. They took him out. Put Hayward in, where it seemed like I guess Tatum was the center, and um, or Hayward was the center. And that you know that obviously didn't work. And um, I think Boston in the off season, man, they better uh, get a real center, some in some some form of fashion. Like just have them yeah. on their roster, kind of like Miami with uh, Myers Leonard. Like he didn't play. He isn't playing none in the bubble. What? 
Well, you know, you, the playoffs. I mean, you remember this this, uh, this Williams guy that, that they have, a Boston has, Robert Williams. Yeah, he's he, real young. He's I real guess, young, yeah. but, but you know what? Uh, sometimes uh, young can play above what they expect. I thought I, I expect to see a little bit more of him. You know, he played a little bit. In that, he played a little bit in that uh, final game, but I don't think he played enough to my for my taste. I mean, you know, what 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 they had to lose? He, he I guess he did a lot of. He was sag off a of, uh, hero. On screens and stuff like simple stuff, maybe, but I, yeah. I think like you said, he could have matched uh, Bam's athleticism because like yeah. Tice was just he, he just didn't have Tice. Tice not supposed to be starting and what, playing what, in some. What, what is he game. six seven six eight six seven probably? That, that's that's not gonna cut it. And um, because that's that's what. Because uh, I forgot they got they lost Baines too. You know, Baines went to Phoenix. Yes. And they solely, I don't know if he could have messed with Bam because Bam's so agile, but he still had, like, he would put, he would hit somebody at least. Yeah. I would say that. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, one little, I guess, fun fact Kemba's been in the playoffs three times in his career, I guess, you know, different years. Mm-hmm. And Miami has eliminated him each time. Yeah. So I know that's why he hates yeah. hates Miami because I, I forgot about the year when Wade um, was arguing with that guy with the per with this, he had like a headband on the purple knapsack and I was like oh yeah he did play Kim he beat him you know then and he beat him you know like mm-hmm. I don't well, I want to be wrong on that but I know yeah of course like you said Miami beat him um, mm-hmm. every time he's been in the playoffs and um. Yeah, you know, it just you know they Miami just got them. Like I just got to give Miami their props. I was kind of worried of them. I was talking about them since the bubble started. Like they not gonna do nothing. They gonna because mm-hmm. I just thought eventually that the, they were gonna come back to earth somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't think sure does, that they as a team. Cause I watched them like doing a regular season. Like they they seem like a cool little team. Like yep. And I don't know. You say the bubble helped them, but I'm like the bubble still got to be tough, you know. And um, yeah, they they figured it out. Like you got to give them the props. Like they haven't been anywhere close to the final since LeBron them left. Yep. And um, and that's amazing. And um, you know, speaking of that, we got to do it. Let's go to the NBA Finals, the NBA Lakers. 2020 Finals, Lakers versus the Heat. You know, at one point, man, I didn't think we were going to get to the finals. I didn't think we were going to get through a season, and the NBA did it. So you got to give them a hats off. hats off to them. Like, they organized and, you know, kept everybody safe, yeah. got the TV right, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you would think you're <laughs> watching just a regular game outside of not yeah. seeing fans because it's kind of been funny. I've been doing research. Yeah. Um, I watched a couple of the Lakers. They showed the Lakers and the Heat played earlier this year. And it just looked like the fans were on top of them. I was like, man, yeah. it, it looks you know, kind of weird mm-hmm. now. And um, yep. speaking of that, you know, oh, good old days. The, the Lakers <laughs> won the season series 2-0. They played uh, oh, okay. the first time they played was November 8th, 2019, where they beat the Heat 95-80 to in uh, Los Angeles. And then the second matchup was in December of 2019. Or the Lakers won one thirteen and one ten. That was a closer game. And um, the the one thing you gotta think about, which I, I didn't since I did my research, mm-hmm. the Lakers played an entirely different Heat team. In those both those matchups, um, Myers Leonard started, and Kendrick Nunn was starting. Yeah. Now in the bubble, neither one neither they're one. out of the rotation. Right. Dragic has stepped up as the starter. <laughs> Leonard has turned into like you know basically a cheerleader and he's mm-hmm. you know still staying engaged. Yep. 
And um, I don't I don't know how they're gonna um, who's gonna make the first move or the magic or the Heat gonna reinsert Myers Leonard to the you know the center position so they can have Bam, mm-hmm. you know guard AD and so he won't have to you know jack around with JaVale because you know right now he's the center mm-hmm. or are the Lakers gonna match down and say oh well we just gonna put AD at center mm-hmm. and you know go from there so. What do y'all think? Um, well, I just want to do this. We're going to um, even compare the, the star lineups. Like Jimmy Butler, it seems like he'd be matched up with LeBron, Bam, with JaVale, Jay Crowder against Anthony Davis, Duncan Robinson versus KCP, mm-hmm. and Dragic versus Green. But I don't I don't see Jay Crowder going Anthony Davis. Like, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to – the way you look at it, man, LeBron and AD, like they're they're the most talented players in the out of both yeah. teams. So yeah. you got to look at it from that standpoint. But yeah. we're gonna start on the Miami side. Like, do y'all think the Heat were gonna start on Lennox or Miles Leonard like they did in the regular season, or do you think they're gonna do something else? I just figured the uh, Heat are gonna uh, stay with that lineup and not add Olenek and uh. Just go from there and try to play them small and see what happens. But if, but if that doesn't work, they you know they gonna definitely go to it. Uh, I think if they insert Olenek into the game, to me Olenek is almost a, a like a, a Javale light almost. He he does a lot of uh, uh, stumbling and and he, to me like he, he causes a lot of havoc and not just on for the other team for his other for his team. He does a lot of. Uh, he falls a lot and he makes a lot of sometimes a lot of bad shots. I, I've seen him do some things, and uh, I, I I wouldn't start him. I I I'd, uh, I mean I'd give him a few minutes, you know, because he he can do he can do one thing. He can foul people, and uh, you know I think I think what's going to happen they're going to probably use that same lineup that they get. You know, think about it. I mean, why 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 go in there and change things? You make, make the Lakers change. Yeah, I don't see, but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I don't think. How li- thinking about the matchups, who who's gonna guard Bam? Of course, you know obviously you would think he would guard AD. So who's gonna guard Javale? Jay Crowder? I don't know if they can get away with that. LeBron them was gonna be, they gonna start throwing him alleys and stuff. So maybe they they do uh, try that. But I think they probably gonna put in Olenek because he's he's been playing somewhat. And he can stretch the floor. I think he's kind of a better three-point shooter than um, yeah. Miles Leonard. Miles Leonard can shoot threes too, but he's he's been in the freezer pretty much. And he, well, Miles Leonard is more of a specimen. You know, he's bigger and probably more. I think he's probably taller than him, Olenek. Really? But Olenek can take you off the dribble sometimes if you have to. Yeah. And um, he to show me because every time I see him, he's tripping and stumbling and kicking. Yeah, the ball he does. I'm saying, yeah, he does yeah. that too. But I just think. Yeah. Or maybe we could be wrong. Maybe they they do, and you know Jimmy's gonna have his hands full with LeBron. Oh yeah. So yeah. that's gonna be an uphill battle. Yeah. And um, that's that's gonna be something to think about. Well, well let me ask you this now. You know, uh, in that last series, uh, you know they were they were saying uh, Miami was going to the, what is it? There's these zones, these three two zones, and all this other combination of zones. Would that work against a, a team like the Lakers to a point? I looked up the. Yeah, I watched a couple of videos about that. LeBron and they they dissected that that zone because they they had um, I told you this guy this coach um, coach Nick uh, this b ball breakdown. Watch his video. They put 
AD in the middle, he started cooking. You know, he did his flawless. Then he did the the point where mm-hmm. JaVale got behind him. He would throw a lob to JaVale. Or he would score it himself. Then, of course, then he was just showing AD mm-hmm. scoring. Then he's like, okay. And then, you know, of course, they got one more person. They put LeBron in the center. Mm-hmm. LeBron, of course, more so passing. But I'm, I'm pretty sure LeBron's going to say, oh, I'm, I'm just going to go to the basket. Okay. And um, yeah. that's probably going to be a big, a huge problem. Yeah. But they might have, you know, with Spo, I'm, I'm pretty sure they might go to a 3-2 zone or mm-hmm. a 1-3-1 because mm-hmm. something they haven't seen because a lot, you know, there's gamesmanship. I'm pretty sure the Heat didn't show them their full uh, defensive package and their reads too. So they probably going to have something something yeah. tricky for them with, with that. And I think... Well, like I said, that's why I might, like you said, they might, that's why how they might stay with that smaller lineup. They yeah. might just play their zone and yeah. keep the lineup the same and let you know the Lakers match match yeah. to them. And then if they do that, I think the the Heat will kind of fare better with without trying to you know, man, they just let AD post up and they let LeBron get into the paint. Mm-hmm. And I think they they're quick enough to get out to the um, you know to the Lakers. The Lakers um, shooters. Well, but. How, how about how about this? You know, there's an old old thing saying when you got a, a team that's dominant like that, and you got one dominant player. Just say, uh, say, what if you decide to say, hey, okay, we're gonna let this guy eat. This guy he can eat all he want, but these other guys, uh, we're gonna take them out of the game. I mean, I, I, mean, I would accept LeBron have, having 46 a game, <laughs> and uh, they lose three, uh, three, uh, two or three out of that first. Uh, Four games, I, I I I take that. I think I think they're gonna, you know, everybody's sort of pretty much looking at, at this as sort of like being sort of like a almost a mismatch. Uh, Pat Riley and uh, Spolstra and that that staff, they may be looking at it like this. Okay, well, all right, well, everything is on the table now. The whole playbook is open. We, we we'll we'll try everything. We're gonna put everything out there. Okay, stop this. And let's face it, uh, the the Lakers. In some areas, they had they're, they're a little deficient defensively. Yeah, I mean they're not totally locked down <clears throat> players. A lot of them, especially with their guards, like they missing uh, what's his name, Bradley. Yeah, he came in huge for this uh, this upcoming series as far as dealing with Harold, uh, um, those guys. Because uh, who's, who's Caruso gonna go? At? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Harold gonna build. Who's he gonna go? Cause that's what I, um, other question still on the Miami side. Like who yeah. will they? Will Miami's bench continue? Well, I guess Hero, basically, and will Olenek and um, the other guys maybe none will start bad. Do you think? Because when I watched yeah, the other Lakers play them early in the season, none was kind of gave them a lot of problems. So I don't know if they're gonna open him back up to play and. Um, do y'all think the Heat's bench gonna still continue? I guess primarily Heroes. He's still gonna continue to cook because I think I think he will. Like I kind of yeah. been doubting him. Yeah. Like Marcus Smart is one part. You know he's all defenses. Um, you know defender, and he didn't cause too much of a problem for that boy. You know he scored thirty seven points, and he's not gonna just be taking them off the dribble one by one. So mm-hmm. they're gonna you know you know get them open like how they do, and um. I gotta see how he's gonna do against them, but I, I'm pretty sure he's still gonna play at a at a at a high level. What is how, how, how big a guard is Hero? What is I it? think Hero's six five or six, six four. So he he has the height, he's but he's boy. not. He don't have any. Yeah. You no, know, he's real skinny. Yeah. But you know they don't have hand checking and 
Yeah. They're not gonna let you know. Bam, they're gonna get them off, get them off. You know, um, mm-hmm. um, Crowder and um, Bam, Jimmy, and they do them guard pin downs too. So they gonna get them, some get them free, get them some shots. So they are gonna worry yeah. about Bam, you know, with the lobs and stuff. And um, even like, do you think Duncan Robinson? Do you think he's gonna continue to play, play well too? Not the he he probably gonna be the guy they gonna take out the series. I can't see him uh make being consistent like like as soon as he, as soon as the uh the game starts he already making threes. I don't see him doing that with the Lakers. Well, I'm sure the Lakers have a plan of somebody that, that, that they're gonna take out. I no. mean, you know, if if a player uh it makes that what makes a, some players dangerous is the fact can they get their own shot? You know, and I I think they may have they have enough players. And here's one thing too. Let, let's let's not under, underscore this. You know, we talk about Dragic. Dragic is going to cause them a little problem too. You know, he, he's pretty. He's a big guard too. You know, he's a little physical himself. And I was kind of impressed by the way he, he took it inside. He don't mind going to the basket, and he can play a little mid range game also. So, uh, you know, that's that's uh, to me a lot of times that's the remedy. So I guess with that, that's why one of my last question was: You think who's the X factor for the Heat to um, pull this off? Because I kind of kind of agree with you. I think Dragic because. When I look, I watched a little bit of the you know the games they played this season against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He kept getting into the paint, but also um, you know they didn't have Crowder. Crowder, if he can somewhat play at his little clip, he should kind of cause a lot of problems if he can kind of match with like you know Marquise, one of the Morris twins. I keep forgetting their names. One of the if twins. he can do you know just stretch <laughs> the floor, you know space yeah. the floor, and also yeah. um, Iguodala like. That's what it mm-hmm. seems like. It worked out perfect, perfectly for the um, Heat, where he yeah. can. Um, you can't stop LeBron. We all no. know that, but oh, he no. can just kind of frustrate him and possibly yeah. just make him uncomfortable. Where he's not, he don't get no easy, just easy yeah. basket. Like good, somebody good as LeBron, he can't just yeah, just pick the ball up, get a layup, or just a, you know, just too too much. You got to make him work, and um. I think Iguodala, probably like you said, um, Dragic, or I even think Kendrick Nunn might be reinserted into the, um, you know, back into the rotation and possibly help um, the Heat kind of try to pull off the pull off the upset, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. and and and, and Dragic is one of those uh, count. He he's a what I used to I like to call him. He's one of them tricky players. Yeah. Like you know, he'll 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 be messing around. Then you you look up, and he's got 18 points, you know, and then he'll pass the ball also, and and he understands what his position is. And I think he's one of the players that he'll he'll do what's what's necessary. You know, he he doesn't have to have uh, the ball all the time. He'll make some passes, and he he understands what they're trying to do. So with that, we're gonna switch over to the you know to the Lakers side. Um, they have they're pretty much. If you look at their run in the playoffs, they beating everybody in five games. Like, I didn't think about that. They kind of yep. taking out everybody that's come up to them. Like they, people kind of thought they had a scare when they played the Rockets, and then they, you know, they demolished them. Then oh, yeah. the Nuggets. Yep. I mean, not the Nuggets. They played. Uh, no, first they played. They, they they got rid of the Blazers. Then they got the yep. Rockets. Then they got the Nuggets. Yes, and um, you know. They're the overwhelming favorites, it seems like, for everybody. But, you know, they yeah. could be vulnerable in some, so to speak. But yeah. what are y'all thoughts? Like, I, it's not really a question, but I think 
if all goes well for the Lakers, I think AD probably is looking to be the Finals MVP. Like, if you really watch the Lakers game, LeBron, he was excellent the last, you know, game five to close out. Mm-hmm. But AD is the, the the deciding factor. Like, that's why LeBron can go sit down, yeah. you know, for four or five minutes. Yeah. And the lead doesn't just drop, you know, just go to hell yeah. like how it used to when he was with Cleveland or yeah. when he was with L.A. last year. Yeah. AD can just say, "Oh well, I shoot a three. I get a putback. I get he then he he has a nice floater game. Yeah. Like you kind of forget that he's big. Yeah. You know, we saw him play last, you know, two years, two ago, years ago. How tall he is and agile. Yeah, like he just go get it himself. So I think he had he's the overwhelming favorite to me to win uh, the MVP for if the Lakers um, pull it off. Like, what are y'all thoughts on that? Yeah." Pretty much the whole run, it's been him, and uh, he just looks special. Like, like he said when he made that game when he shot, you know, this is what they brought me here for. This is the moments I wanted. So I think he gonna uh, really capture that and go to take it to the next level. Well, and and uh, the thing is too, uh, that's like you said, that's that's what he, that's what he came there for, and and this is his uh, moment, and you know. I, and you guys noticed when, uh, a couple, like you said, a couple of years ago when we went to see in that playoff down in New Orleans, uh, we saw uh, AD and we saw uh, Rondo also. Think about that, <laughs> Rondo was on that team also. Uh, I, I think AD was one of them kind of talents with a with a team and an organization that. And y'all don't hear me say this. I said we got to get AD out of New Orleans, you know, <laughs> and, and it came to be. But he's in a to me like he's in a perfect situation now. He, he's uh they they've said okay we want you to be the number two man, and he's he's held his end up very well. As a matter of fact, I I think he's the MVP of the Lakers. I mean I don't know how that's going to come out, how that's going to uh, go <laughs> go down with with a LeBron. But I think AD has been that the uh, the straw that stirred that 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 Laker mix. I mean when they need a basket, he can get a basket. Or he gonna get foul. He's playing the role of a KD when KD was with uh, Golden State. With that, uh, I guess y'all think LeBron still is gonna get probably the MVP if they they pull it out. I guess it depends on how if LeBron has a better better series or some or they're they're fifty fifty. I yeah. think if it's fifty fifty, they're gonna give it to LeBron. Yeah, I know we getting way ahead of ourselves, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that's part of it. Like I think if it's like real close, like if AD averages twenty nine, LeBron averages twenty seven, but he like eight assists, eight rebounds, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. AD will average ten rebounds, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, they'll I give it that. to LeBron. Oh and, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's plausible. I I think yeah. you know that I think it'll be unfair to AD, but I understand the you know the narrative and what they. Oh. The NBA wants to go for, and they're gonna try to tie it in with Kobe, and you know, I know what he um, The Laker legacy and LeBron to have mm-hmm. four, yeah, four Finals MVP, and he'll be yeah. creeping up next to Jordan. So, yeah, but I, I think really realistically, I think AD's probably gonna um, win the Finals MVP because I think LeBron, LeBron really knows that in the back of his mind, yeah, yeah, that. Um, and other people that really watch, you know, watch the game, they're like, really, man, it's AD. Like, LeBron just the extra yeah. flavoring on top. But AD is the one, like, if he goes, you know, um, that's the way the, the Lakers go. And um, also, we talked about this earlier. I, I think, say, if the Heat come out and they win game one, I, I think they will match down to the Heat, like, um, 
they'll put uh, ADS in and start uh, probably Marcus Morris or the Morris twin or um, mm-hmm. or Kuzma. Cause it's so it's so simple to do, like just like in the oh, yeah. last year, they're like, man, just put Dwight at center, man. It's like they yep. kept yeah. kind of waited. They still won in yeah. five, but they probably could have did it earlier. It could have been done. And um, yeah. I think at this point, like AD sees it, like man, you just four games away. Yeah, man, just go ahead and play center, man. It's like like um, yeah. you no, know, and um, he's Bam is like six nine. That's what they have him listed as, and, and AD's six eleven or six ten. Yeah. And um, I just think he'll still just be overwhelming um, Bam to a certain extent. His skill and Bam has the athleticism and stuff, but I don't know if he has enough height to really cause him a lot of um, mm-hmm. a lot of problems. And I think, like you said, if they if the Lakers win, I say they don't match down. And um, if they lose, they probably will try to match down to the Heat. So what do y'all do? Y'all think that's gonna happen? But and his, you know, one thing I I kind I, I kind of give the, the Lakers, and I know it's the assistant coaches. Uh, the, the, those guys over there, I can tell they they they're working, they're analyzing different things, running different scenarios. They're seeing what what works, and they made some they they made some obvious, some obvious adjustments during the time. And I think they they they're, they're anticipating. They say, okay, well, if, if if Miami does this, then we're gonna go small. And those guys are during their preparation period, they're gonna already know this. Well, most of those are those are veteran guys anyway. And I think it's easier for them to say to make that transition. You know, they'll they'll know what they what's the, what's, what's what they're gonna have to do. Even like Javale, you remember Javale? Javale, they might say, okay, Javale, you're not probably gonna play too much from from this point on. But the thing is, they know and they had the players that can turn can, can can flip the switch. Basically, you know, they can go. To match up and do what they have to do to win against a Miami team, like you said, that could go small and uh, negate what they're doing. You know, we talked about Hero coming out the bench. Do y'all think they're gonna put Rondo or Caruso on Hero? I think they're gonna try to stick Ron. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Caruso. Yeah, and, and and it's gonna be a total uh, disaster. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's t- t- well. I mean, Cruz Crusoe's had some good games, he, and he's played quite well. We we make fun of his headband, but that's you know that's out of respect. <laughs> I mean, I got nothing but respect for that guy. But the thing is, uh, sometimes talent yep. <laughs> t- talent will beat uh, a really nice guy. Yep. So uh, I I think that'll be a mistake. I, I think they they may have to do something else. How about how about uh, uh what's that boy name uh, Kuzma Kuzma what's his name Kuzma Kuzma uh. To me, I, you know, they, okay, Kuzma's a forward. Okay, well, so what? Uh, put him back there and let him play that. Uh, let him go. Try to guard this guy. You know? Kuzma can't guard nobody. Well, you know, what what is uh, Caruso? Gonna I think do? it's gonna be probably KCP. But I don't, you know, he's not gonna start. But I think yeah. they're gonna try to, because that's another thing. You know, going back to the yeah. the matchup in the regular season, um, Avery Bradley, you know. Yeah. Play too, so mm. you got to factor him in that he's not there. But um, because yeah, yeah. I guess with that, I had another question. Like, do y'all? I don't know if it's gonna happen. I'm still asking. You think it's possibly gonna see J.R. Smith or um, Quinn Cook possibly, or you think they they probably mm. not gonna even dress out? I, I think you. I think you hear. I think you hero or Bam gives them some uh, problems. I can see him. Uh, I can see uh, Spoelstra getting kind of. 
not supposed to provoke them, getting pissed off and throwing them out there <laughs> and see what can stick. I, I expect to see Jr. In, in, you know during the during the parade and this other guy <laughs> during the parade ceremonies waving from the stands. I, I, I think these guys they're done for the uh, for the playoffs. I mean, I think they they got their their rotation they don't use. Yeah, with with that um, also like Danny Green's kind of been terrible. Oh, please. But you know he kind of did the same thing last year with the Rockets. I mean the the Raptors. He yeah. um, he along. was uh, limped along, but then the finals <laughs> he started hitting threes. So do y'all think he's gonna do the same thing? Like because he's kind of struggled. He he played somewhat okay the last you know the closeout game. Mm. But do y'all think Danny Green's gonna find his shot in the finals? He one weird things. I think he will. Danny Green uh, here lately is look. He looks like a guy who plays in one of these old men rec leagues. I've seen guys like that who come out. They'll hit a couple of shots and then they'll it'll be another six months before they put another two or three baskets together. I think uh, I think in a lot of ways Danny Green's a liability when he's out there. I mean, he, like I, said, I don't think he can guard anybody anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, them days he, he, He's limping. He, he looks like he has a little. Limp thing going on, something, something's ailing him, man. Of course, he's an older player, but you know, to me, I don't think he adds too much to that to that mix right now. Because yeah, he, he, I think he just walks. I know he's pigeon told us, so he just walks. He runs funny anyway. So, yeah. but I, I think, like you said, he is kind of little wore out, and um, yeah, I guess he gonna try to figure something out. And also, it's been a kind of under the radar outside of the you know game five, LeBron. If you really watch the game, LeBron hadn't made too many jump shots, like in the bubble. I mean, yeah. in the playoffs, yeah. and he kind of got it together that last, you know, his last game. Mm-hmm. And um, we're gonna see if that's gonna be a consistent thing. Is has he found his shot somewhat? Because um, you know, AD, I mean, not AD, um, Iguodala, you know, those, those kind of little tricks and stuff. Is you know, probably sag off of him and give him give him space. Yeah. To try to lock down the paint and I wonder if LeBron's gonna kinda rely on his jumper more in this series, possibly, because you know the, the Miami's gonna be on um in tune, you know, guarding him and then they probably know little inside uh, inside facts about LeBron, you know, how to guard him with stuff he he's yeah. uncomfortable with because you know he played there Spolster, for more, you know, several years. Yeah. And um do y'all think LeBron's gonna you know, do more with his jump shot this series, or you know, will it matter? I don't think it's gonna matter because uh, AD back there scoring thirty and twenty points, it ain't gonna matter. All he gotta do is go drive, do his you normal know, thing, just drive to the basket. That's it. I don't think it's gonna make any difference. I think he's uh, LeBron's already uh, he's already put put in the word to the uh, league office that he's not getting enough fouls also <laughs> i expect to see lebron heading to heading to the rim and and if somebody breathes on him i expect uh, lebron to be at that foul line i'd be concerned more about his free throw shoot you know he sometimes he can get pretty atrocious that might be something to look at was that we'll foul you there you know you got six you got guys out there that can give up six fouls six to eight fouls make put him on the line mm-hmm. and uh with that you know let's Skin to our predictions. Like, what's what do y'all got? Uh, y'all got the Lakers taking it or the underdog, the Heat taking the finals? I got the Lakers in five. I I, I got the Lakers in, in five. And and you know, it, I be, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I I've said some some things, but you know, uh, th- this thing can get ugly real real early, yep. and and we'll be able to tell. Uh, 
about in the third quarter. But uh, like, like I said, I, I picked the Lakers to win. I, I'm begrudging, I picked the Lakers to win. It's in, in short order. I don't care, man. I'm going opposite way, man. It's a weird. It's 2020. <laughs> it's a weird year. Yeah. We in the bubble. Yeah. The heat I've been talking about them. Really, I was, I almost said, like, beginning of the year, I was like, man, I'm just on the roof of the heat, man. Just do that. Because <laughs> I was a fan of them when LeBron was there. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to go the opposite way, man. I'm going to say the heat in six. And um, the heat probably going to come out and win game one, I say. And um, something, you know, something may happen. You never know. Like, they, I think that I'm, I'm going to go with the heat, man. I'm going to go with my heart, man. I got to pull out. <laughs> Go in my closet, find my old uh, <laughs> More heat, heat, heat jerseys and heat <laughs> shirts, and um, try my best to. Um, I already got my boy, uh, I forgot his name, that backup point guard. I got a heat t shirt of him, and uh, I still have the old heat championship you shirts. Chalmers, Chalmers like his backup. No, Norris Cole. Norris Cole, yeah, I got Norris <laughs> Cole's shirt. I'm going to wear that tomorrow yeah. during the game, see if we can get some luck. So I, I'm going to say the Heat in six. <laughs> go the opposite way. Like, yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I don't know how likely it is, but I'm going to go with that. And um, <laughs> we go with the other semi-preview. Who y'all think going to win? A semi-prediction. Who y'all think going to win with game one? Mm, I say probably be Lakers. Ah, uh, the Lakers. I'm, I'll take the Lakers. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna say the Heat just just to break up the Spoiler. the tie, and um, also I'm kind of disappointed. Like they they sh- they announced the um, finals court, and I thought like man, it would be real cool. If they just they had three arenas. Yeah, one arena should be the Lakers, and one should be the Heat, and yeah. they could you know kind of design and decorate it yeah. with their colors and kind of give some type of small home court advantage because they're now they're the only teams there. Yeah, like trying to add some type of personality to it, but nope. They're gonna play in the same the NBA. They're gonna play in the same building. They're gonna put a big old NBA Finals on the center court <laughs> with YouTube. <laughs> On the center court, and they're gonna put the out of bounds court, the out of bounds under the under the yeah. the rim. It's gonna be Each blue with the finals trophy, and then the other side will be red with the finals trophy. So I'm like, man, give me a break! Like I, I just, you know how you know all the the they already have the Heat already has their court there. You know they said they asked different teams to donate their court. You know for practice courts. Yeah. You know they break them down and they'll, they'll oh, yeah, know. you know they can transport them. And yeah, I thought like, oh, they gonna. Yeah. Try to give us some type of normalcy, put their court on there, but I guess not. So I guess they're yeah. saying, you know, we'll. They probably had to already settle this once they settled yeah. about the bubble. Yeah. So they were just saying, like, man, it's still neutral, so to speak. We don't want either way, but. Yeah, probably, probably have hassle putting all that crap. That, uh, man, wouldn't have been no hassle. They, they, they got them guys that, that, that go in and put their floor together in no, in no time. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, I, they do. That's not. That's not a, ha- a big deal. I was disappointed. I was like, yeah. that would have been cool to do. Kind of give the yeah, give us something. Had, you got a home gym. That's my. Yeah, that's I, I know. I know exactly what you're talking. But about. it still should be. A, hopefully, it should be a good good finals. Because I was kind of mm-hmm. leery about even this thing taking off. Also, before we get out of here, we need yeah. to talk about Doc is no longer the Clippers' um, coach. Oh yeah, and um. I'm kind of shocked by it. I was like, man, it was this first year. You lost in the bubble. Yep. Your team basically didn't play their full roster, didn't play together until they got to the bubble, Absolutely. like for more than probably like consecutive game, you know, more than, you know, just getting some type of chemistry. And um, 
I still haven't checked, but I don't know if it was mutual. Like they just fired him. I think they probably just fired him. I think they fired him. And what are y'all thoughts on that? Like real quick. Okay. Uh, well, here's, here's my my thought on it. Uh, the, I don't know how many jump shots uh, Doc took in those games. I, I don't know how many uh, uh, how many days off he took off for resting and other things, sneaking out going to strip bars against shrimp. And I don't know uh, what all Doc could have done. I mean, those, those are grown men. And in the final analysis, the coaches, he responsible for the product that comes out of there because they the owners bought all, brought all these players in and there was a lot of pressure to win and they didn't get it done. But some of those players didn't live up to, to the billing. And somebody got to pay the price. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's a shame. But I think Doc going to end up somewhere else. I mean, I... I don't know if Philadelphia has a coach yet, but I think Doc would be a perfect choice for there. Man, they already said D'Antoni pretty much is his to lose. It seemed like he can go to Philly. Okay, well, but we don't, you know, we don't know. Doc got two years to sit around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the New Orleans job too. They mentioned his name, and it maybe he want to coach Zion. You know, Doc don't want that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I wasn't shocked because it seems like it's like they trying to. It's almost like they're trying to rebrand the Clippers into like, yeah, we big as the Lakers, we better than the Lakers. So I think it fits into like they want to start with a clean slate. And, uh, you know, they got their superstar they wanted, Kawhi. They got uh, PG, you know. And uh, they got the new uniforms, new owner, new arena. Finally got their own arena after living in our um, humble abode way too long. And being, a, it's like they the Lakers' little ugly stepsister, and uh, I think they trying to branch. They want to, they want to, they want to create their own mystique. So I think they, they they saw Doc is probably like, oh, he part of that old Clippers thing that we that we trying to we trying to start something new. So I think they just start from fresh. Uh, I didn't. I don't think that was fair to die. You know, he did have a track record. He he lost three mm-hmm. three one leads as a coach. And like you said, he wasn't out there shooting the ball, hitting the side of the backboard and having a dead leg and, you know, little <laughs> Will going to get hot wings. Montrez, you know, he he wasn't right. And, and, and that guard, what's his name? Uh, and um, Patrick Beverly Patrick stayed Beverly. in the hospital. That wasn't Doc fault, but yeah. he's, the, you know, the head honcho and somebody got to take fall team. on the sword. I'm pretty sure they probably ran it by Kawhi because yeah. I think he kind of mentioned about um, he mentioned something about like the the strategy and stuff like that. So that's that falls on Doc, and I think yep. they're probably gonna get Tyron Lue just move him over to the yeah. to the beach chair and yeah. um get stuff together. And um, I think they know other big names out there. I think, I, I think Ty getting them guys' faces too. I think yeah, I think he'll he hold them more accountable and put people in their place. And I think they need to do. Some little trades too, as well. Like I don't, I don't think Patrick Beverly should be like a main cog. Yeah. Where he he but, shouldn't be playing because he he gets injured a lot. Fine, he is a good defender, but sometimes he kind of overdoes it, oversteps his stuff, and then he like he, in the entire bubble he was hurt in most of the bubble too. Yeah. So. And, Mont- and Montrez, are they going to resign him? You think that's going to be because see that, that's what a lot of people um, were saying. It looks like. Jeremiah Grant is going to get that money that Montrez was supposed to get so playing in the bubble. He coming to L.A. Not necessarily. No, not necessarily that, but uh-huh. you would thought Montrez uh-huh. would have showed out 
Yeah. And they like, oh, yeah, he think he's going to get paid. But it looks like, you know, he had a subpar bubble. Yeah. And, you know, he had a lot of, you know, family issues, issues yeah, and stuff and the pandemic. Yeah. But um, I don't know if he's coming back. And um, they got to fortify. They got to get a better backup center. Yeah. Then um, trying to sign Noah at the last minute. And, um, yeah. Hawaii got to get probably more health. And, and um, uh, PG, he got he just hasn't played better like mentally. He might go to a basketball yeah. psychiatrist or uh, do something, or maybe put him in a better position where he's not yeah. the call where he has to do a lot. And they and they they got to play together. Thank like you. all that sitting out. Like I know Kawhi, he does have some type of tendon, you know, yeah. um, quiet issue, but he got to figure something out. Like this, this um, you can't be jacking around. Cause see now what they've done. You know we kind of get along, but Golden State is coming back. Clay has been practicing. Yeah, Golden State is about to jump back into the fray. Dallas is going to be better next year. Thank you. The Lakers going to be right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix should be better. Nuggets. Yeah. The Nuggets are the Nuggets going to be better. Porter getting more experience. That's all he needs. Um, hypothetically, um, the Pelicans should be better with with yeah. Zion playing. More yeah. next season, Spurs are probably gonna figure something out. Portland is gonna be better. Yeah, it's a monster. So now you could have got you know you got, you got your work done. Utah, yeah, got your work done. And now you jacked around. Then on the East Coast, Kawhi, uh, KD's coming back. Yeah, the Bucks might do something different. Uh, mm-hmm. Philadelphia might get uh, D'Antoni and do something. Then oh, then the Rockets still there. Yeah, forgot about that. So. <laughs> So, so you you got you you feeling really feel it you finna run through the gamut so yeah, yeah. you just gotta look at it take advantage you know finish your finish your yeah. breakfast man you gotta do what yeah. you're supposed to do when you got the got the opportunity because yeah. like remember you got the horses you do uh, right OKC went to the finals in 2012 and they're like oh yeah they're gonna be back yeah right never came back not even close to getting back to the to the um, NBA finals so that's right you gotta win we supposed to. It's all a matter of, of timing. You know, you don't you don't you don't want some of these guys uh, laying around getting healthy. <laughs> and um, you know, with that we kind of went long. Uh, just want to talk about go everything. And um, and with that, you know, we're gonna close off the end of our podcast. This is Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. I want to let you all know that we're on uh, Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We should be on Google Podcasts pretty soon. Like, please, um, if you can, write us a review on um, on iTunes. Give us five stars if you can. Just let people know about us. I think we're doing a pretty good job for, you know, novices, so to speak. And um, we're going to also just keep keep telling people, you know, listeners um, about our podcast. You know, uh, I think we're... Like I said, doing a pretty good job. And um, just be on the lookout for us um, as well on social media, Facebook page, and possibly on Twitter. And um, with that, on behalf of myself, Marcus Simmons, uh, my brother Joey Simmons, my dad Joel Simmons, this is Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. And we'll see you. See you later. Stay safe and uh, peace out. All right. All right.